Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage and practice self-care and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power and this allows us to impact, serve and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And today is the mindset episode where we talk about the tips and the tools and the strategies to shift your thinking wherever you might be stuck in your life. So today I'm actually really excited. I know you hear me say that all the time, but I'm excited because I have created this little gift for you where I am helping you with where you may be stuck in your story. The reason that I'm doing this is because I've really taken a look over the last three years of the women that I've worked with and where they are in this journey and maybe where they are stuck. See, all four, all four blockages, I'm going to explain four different blockages that we have all experienced. And we tend to float between one to four. It doesn't mean that we haven't been in all four spots, but that we have been in probably one is more of our dominant one. So I want to describe them a little bit for you and know that in the next week on November 1st, I'm going to be going live every day where I'm going to be explaining each of these blockages and what you can do to create a shift in your life. See, really at the end of the day, I am all about learning how to own your story and build a business that can create impact from your story because we cannot teach, coach, write, speak on anything that we have not lived. It's just not possible. Over the past year and a half, I have run what's called the Radical Responsibility Mastermind, and it's just changing names into owning your story, teaching you how to build a business from your story. We do that by taking radical responsibility of ourselves. Literally what we do. It means no more blaming, no more finger pointing. We take ownership for where we are, and we create the change that we are capable of doing in our life. So let's talk about these four blockages. Number one is the victim. And I say this with the most amount of love because I spent an enormous amount of time in this space. The victim is the one who looks at their circumstances and says, why did this happen to me? Why am I here? Why does this stuff keep happening to me? Why is it so much easier for her? Why is it so hard for me? And these questions, the why questions keep us really stuck. I own that I have been here. Like, honestly, I've been here far more than I ever wanted to be. And this is where my book was birthed from when she stopped asking why. When I realized that I had to stop being the victim in my own life, that I was the only person who could create change because sitting around waiting for the world to change, for my life to change is just not, not where it's at. It's not going to change anything. So I had to learn how to not be a victim. And the easiest the easiest thing that worked for me was learning to stop asking why. 
I had to stop asking why. So why is really only important when you're going towards a goal. Like if you have something you're driven towards, I always think of Simon Sinek and that people join you because of what your vision is, like why you're doing what you're doing, not necessarily what it is, right? Like if you look at Steve Jobs and he was able to sell the concept of the iPod like even before it was actually created in a sense and before they had their hands on it because of what it was and why he was doing it. Going towards something as a goal of a why is a great way to stay focused. Asking why when you have all of these things that are happening in your life, let's just face it. Like, is there any answer that's going to make anything feel better? There's no answer that's that you didn't do something wrong to create X, Y, and Z happening in your life. Sometimes, a lot of times, really bad things happen to great people. They do. And if you really start to dive into biographies and stories, you see that some of the most amazing people, honestly, who are creating massive impact in the world walked through the most ridiculous shit storms you could ever imagine. When you really start to dive into their stories, you're like, oh my gosh, they like they live through that and this is what they're doing. So the victim, if you find yourself there, I encourage you to love yourself where you're at. Don't beat yourself up. Recognize, maybe find some shifts that you could do, mantras, words, because you have to change your thinking as to where you are in order for things to change around you. So for me, every time I asked the question, why, when life was blowing up, it was as simple as not why, Marsha, what, what are you doing next? What is your next action step? What are you going to do to change this? What are you going to own? What choice are you going to make? The what changed everything. And that's what I will give you as an idea to recognize that one small shift you can make in your life. So the victim, if you're there, honestly, grant yourself some grace, love and recognize awareness changes everything and find a mantra or something you can do to shift that thinking in order to move forward, to change your story. Number two, the fighter and the perfectionist. Ooh, did I spend a lot of time here? And this is still probably my most innate character trait. I am, I will say this, my sister and I, we joke about this all the time. We are the put your head down, work till you burn out. Oh wait, hit the wall, stand up, repeat. Let's do it again. Stand up, repeat. Let's do it again. It's like, really, when are we going to learn the lesson? that burnout is not a badge of honor. And the fighter is also the person who is, I will work my butt off to fix this and I will fix it on my own. I can do this by myself. I won't ask for help. I can do this. Wow. Work harder to make it happen and I'll do it on my own. Those independent, strong, fierce traits they will be a massive advantage in your life for many, many things because you learn how to persevere and push through. But eventually those strengths become your weakness because honestly, doing it all by yourself is the fastest way to go nowhere. It's literally the fastest way to go nowhere. Anybody who has created and done and and done things on a, a bigger scale and created impact never, ever did it on their own, like ever. 
So learning to stop being the fighter also means learning to let go and learning to trust and learning to believe in the process that things are going to work out for you in the big picture. I know, trust me, that was a massive trigger in my own life. People say, don't worry, life is working out for you. And I'm like, I want to punch you in the face because no, it's not. That's where my head was at. So when you ask different questions, you see it differently. The fighter, honestly, those traits are amazing up until point. And then eventually you have to learn that you're not meant to do it all on your own. You actually do have to ask for help. And there are times in your life when you actually will get much further by asking for help. Number three is the people pleaser, the yes person, the person who will say yes to everyone else. Everyone else's needs come first. Everyone else is their top priority. I will get to myself later. I will do my workouts later. I will get to my water, my sleep, my eating later. Everything has to be done because I'll get to me later. I don't worry about me. I'm, I'm fine. I'm, it's not a big deal. I can do it. Um, I don't need help. There is some signs of worthiness here, whether it's self-worthiness. This can be related to health, fitness, body image, financial gains, receiving help. We have a hard time receiving help because they are trying to please everyone else and they lose themselves in the process. This is such an easy trap for a lot of women to fall into because with kids and you're busy with younger kids, it's easy to take care of everyone else's priority. So a lot of times with people pleasers, I will say, go to the top three things that you need in your life in order to be the best version of you. And then I ask them where in your calendar are those three things and hardly ever are they in their calendar because they don't even put themselves in their calendar. It's learning how to put yourself first and understanding the cup and the saucer, right? We fill the cup and the cup overflows into the saucer and the saucer overflow is what we feed others with. So when my clients will say, my cup is empty and I'm so sick and tired of my cup being empty, I will ask them lovingly, whose cup is it? Because if it's your cup, it's your job to fill it up. And you are teaching your kids the importance of filling your own cup. So it's a massive, massive priority. Like I said, there is something about worthiness that they're working through, but there's also a case of no boundaries whatsoever. There's no boundaries because they haven't even thought about what they need first. So they don't need boundaries because they're saying yes to everybody else. And this requires a lot of change. And for the people pleaser, it's challenging in a sense, even more challenging because when they start to put themselves first, they disrupt everyone else by those boundaries. And the rest of the world is going, Hey, what the heck is going on? You said yes to everything before. And now I need your help. And you're saying no, because you need to sleep or take some time for yourself. So until you get to a space of being comfortable and confident about what you need, then it gets really challenging. So boundaries are very, very, very important for people pleaser. And they also can get stuck in the codependent situations where they are literally, they, their life is dependent on what everyone else is doing and how their day is going. And if there's problems with everyone else. So codependency work is really important for people pleaser. And lastly, I say this love, it's the hider. It's the hider. It's the professional smiler who really is in a space of saying, no, I'm fine. I'm great. It's good. The person who is the natural deflector and 
then is able to deflect the conversation away from themselves so that it never actually gets to them. I was a hider for a while when life was really difficult for us at home and I would be working with clients and they would say, do you, how are things at home or how are your kids or what's new there? And I could turn that conversation on a dime so fast so that they hadn't even realized I didn't answer the question because I was hiding. I wasn't ready. So a hider is very much in fear of judgment of others. And they don't want the world to see that they are struggling. They don't want anyone in and they are suffering in silence. They're the ones carrying the armor, protecting themselves, but making the world really, really, really small. When they do that, it's the world gets smaller, but it doesn't, there's no solution to your problem. You think you're avoiding pain, but in the words of Brene Brown, we can't selectively block emotions. So essentially we're blocking pain and joy. And for me as the hider, it wasn't until I realized that I didn't have joy because I wasn't allowing joy in, which meant I wasn't allowing other people in, which meant I was still trying to do it alone. And learning to put that armor down literally led me to my army. I kid you not. The more vulnerable I learned how to be, it was almost this outpouring of emotion and support. And I say with love that the people that are in my life today, if you'd have told me five years ago they'd be here, I wouldn't have believed you in a million years. So they are the people that I was meant to have in my life, but I had to learn how to be vulnerable so that they could see me. They literally had to be able to see me and they couldn't before because I was not showing up. So those are the four different categories. You might see yourself in one of those categories, or you might see yourself in a couple. I invite you that on November 1st, I will be doing five days in a row of lives describing each of these in detail. And you can take yourself through the questions so that you can see where you are and maybe take a couple of points away in learning how to make that change in your life. So what happens is the power of owning our stories, honestly, it sets us free from our story and allows us to write a brand new ending. Honestly, it's taking massive, massive, 100% radical responsibility for yourself in your life. And it is freeing on a level that I could never, ever ever describe. So what I ask you is lovingly, which one are you? Where are you in those four, each of those four, the hider, the people pleaser, the victim, or the fighter or the perfectionist? Where do you fall in those four? What is it costing you in your life to stay as one of those four? And what is it costing you from the new relationships, the new people, the impact that you could create in this world by learning how to move through that blockage? Because what I also want you to know is you can't avoid it forever. You can't hide from it. You can't toe dip it. You can't go around it. Your blockage is your blockage. You have to find a way to move through that. And that means working through it like literally through the blockage. The thing you are avoiding, resisting, pretending is not there is in your face. And it is something that you can learn to move through. And I'm telling you, the second you learn how to move through it, 
You will find your gifts, you will find your strengths, and you can create such a massive impact in the world. And that is what I want for you because I know that somewhere out there, someone is praying for the solutions that you are holding tightly onto, hoping that no one will judge you for where you're at. So there's my rant. There's my four things that I believe that people are stuck in their stories. And this is what I do is I help you to move through that story. So learning how to own your story, learning how to build a business from your story by being 100% honestly, authentically you, because you're taking radical responsibility for yourself in your life. Can't wait. Our next round starts in the middle of November. There's some really cool bonuses coming up in the next by the time you hear this, in the next week, week and a half max, where you will be able to get into the VIP list and follow the lives and save up to $750 off of the price to enroll in the program. I cannot wait to help you. I cannot wait to work with you because watching my clients create impact in the world, it is just, it's absolutely gold. It is absolutely gold. I love it. I love it. It means the world to me and it knows that I have created purpose out of my pain and you can do the exact same thing. You 100% can do the exact same thing. So I love you. I hope this lands. I would love to know how it lands and I would love for you to join me on November 1st as we go through each of these areas and learn how to dive in and really change your story. Have an incredible week. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.